the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilkham. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. It's Monday, July 10th. Hope you had a great weekend, everyone. we got a great show in store for you. Teresa Mull is going to be coming up here very soon. Um, she's got a book out called How to Woke-Proof Your Life. I thought it was really interesting. And uh, we're going to talk about, um, you know, just kind of the culture that we live in, the different ideologies that we're facing today as well. And um, really, as Catholics, how do we respond? So we'll have that for, for you coming up at about 7.15 today. Also coming up on the show uh, for our Oot Feedem segment, Addie and her husband Drew Magrut, or excuse me, Krogert. <laughs> there we go. I got it right. Uh, so Addie and Drew Krogert are going to be on. Um, they're going to be coming in studio here, which I'm very excited about. And uh, we're going to be talking about kind of, you know, having heard about it, uh, Oot Feedem for a while now and obviously becoming a mentor. We're going to talk about what has kind of surprised both of them in becoming mentors as well. So we'll have uh, quite a bit for you coming up. Uh, at, at 7.45 today. Joe Stopulus will uh, preview his show at about 7.40 today as well. Matt Wilkham will have your news. Mark Amadeo with your sports. Jimmy will have your weather. All right, let's get to it this morning. Deacon Mark Campbell with our morning offering. Let us pray. Oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we offer you our prayers, works, and joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in thanksgiving for your favors, in reparation for our sins, for the intentions of all our relatives and friends, and in, in particular, the intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, working to end poverty through systemic change. Learn more at svdpdsm.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Pope Francis said he will create 21 new cardinals, including the Vatican's recently appointed doctrinal chief, Archbishop Victor Manuel Fernandez, at a consistory on September 30th. The 86-year-old pope made the announcement from a window overlooking St. Peter's Square after reciting the Sunday Angelus Prayer. The list also includes one American, Archbishop Robert Francis Prevost, Prefect of the Dicastery for Bishops, along with French Archbishop Christophe Pierre, who is also Apostolic Nuncio to the U.S., as well as Bishop Stephen Chow Saoyan, Bishop of Hong Kong. Since his election in 2013, Pope Francis has created 121 cardinals from 66 countries at eight consistories. The Republican Party of Iowa will hold its first-in-the-nation presidential caucus on January 15th, the party announced Saturday. January 15th happens to also be the Martin Luther King Jr. Day Monday holiday. Republican Party of Iowa Chairman Jeff Kaufman said the date fits best with other early states, also pointing out that people may have more availability to attend a caucus on the holiday. The Republican National Committee has been firm that Iowa Republicans will hold the first caucus of the 2024 cycle, but the Democratic National Committee plans to completely reshuffle its nominating calendar, booting Iowa's Democratic caucus from the premier spot and potentially creating disruptions for both parties. 
Where and when to pop your champagne is such a Wimbledon problem. Someone got the timing wrong Sunday at the oldest Grand Slam tournament where the bubbly helps wash down the strawberries and cream. Australian umpire John Blom had to make an unusual announcement just after the start of a match on number three court, and Anastasia Potapova smiled and nodded in approval. The 22nd-seeded player was serving to start her third-round match against teenager Mira Andriva. When she tossed the ball in the air, a cork popped, and she sent the serve long. She then lost the point on her second serve, and the umpire's warning to the crowd followed. Lanson Champagne is available on the grounds of the All England Club and goes for a little over 95 pounds. That's around $122 for a bottle. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Monday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Sunday. In interleague play, the Chicago Cubs took two of three games over the weekend from the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Yesterday, the Cubs defeated the Yankees by the score of 7-4. to four. Chicago now in third place, seven games back of first place Cincinnati here at the All-Star break. St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Chicago White Sox in interleague play yesterday by the score of 4-3 to three in 10 innings in Chicago. Cardinals now in last place there, 11 and a half games back of Cincinnati. And the Chicago White Sox now eight games back of Cleveland, fourth place in the American League Central. Over the National League, the Milwaukee Brewers now in second place at the All-Star break. They defeated the first-place Cincinnati Reds by the score of 1-0 in Milwaukee yesterday. And in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles defeated the second-place Minnesota Twins by the score of 15-2 in Minneapolis. While in Cleveland yesterday, it was the Kansas City Royals defeating the Cleveland Guardians by the score of 4-1. Royals in last place at the All-Star break, 19.5 games behind first-place Cleveland, who has a half-game lead over the Minnesota Twins in the American League Central. Major League Baseball All-Star break begins today, and the second half of the Major League Baseball season resumes this Friday. The All-Star game is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock in Seattle. The game will be televised on Fox. Yesterday, AAA Baseball, the St. Paul Saints defeated the Iowa Cubs by the score of 20-4 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. The Iowa Cubs now losing three in a row, and they go into the All-Star break this week. They'll resume their schedule this Friday in Columbus, Ohio. Friday night, boys 4A Substate Baseball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. Joe Stacy bringing you the call. And it was 7th-ranked Dowling Catholic improving its record to 25-11 and as the Maroons defeated the Sioux City West Wolverines by the score of 9-0 at George Cordero Field at Dowling Catholic High School in West Des Moines. Up next for Dowling, the Maroons will play Wednesday night in the 4A Substate Final at 7 o'clock at the Dowling Catholic High School baseball field. The Maroons will play the winner of tonight's game between Ottumwa and Ankeny. That game gets underway at 7 o'clock in Ankeny. And Saturday night, it was girls' high school regional semifinal softball in Class 5A, and it was fourth-ranked Southeast Polk defeating Dowling Catholic by the score of 10 to nothing in five innings at Southeast Polk High School. Dowling Catholic concludes their softball season with a record of 12 wins and 28 losses. The Maroons graduate six seniors under first-year head coach Brent Parrott. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, or maybe it's sort of a dispelling of a fact that uh, has been a widely told myth that Dom Perignon invented champagne. Mm. No, 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 no.
This is probably not true. However, the Benedictine monk who worked as the cellar master in the Abbey of Hautevilliers did improve the champagne process a lot, leading the sparkling wine to become what it is today. And so the famous Champagne d'Empérion is named for him. The remains of the monastery where he spent his adult life is now the property of that winery. You ever tried it? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I have I think either. I, I think I, I, I would know. Yeah. If I yeah, you, you're going to remember that one. <laughs> right. 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 The, the, my wallet would remember it. So this is a, it's not a fascinating fact. It's a fascinating myth of the morning. Right. Is that right? I, I don't think. Change I it up really a little bit. realize that Dom Perignon was a monk, a Benedictine. I, I did not know that either. So that's, yeah. that's really the, the, the fun fact here. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. You ever had any of that, Deacon? I have not. No. no. All I can think of is that scene from the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Where they go to that nice restaurant and Pee Wee Herman is the waiter. There you go. And he's like, we have a Dom Perignon 1971 or something like that. I yeah. forget what year, but that's, it's just always <laughs> <laughs> sticks in my it's mind. where you're at right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. John Belushi holding up his there glass. There you go. Like, and the guy's like, wrong glass, sir. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Look at this guy. <laughs> No, I haven't tried it yet. If anyone, if one of our listeners want to drop some by, we'll be happy to taste test it for you, though. Absolutely. About that? Jimmy, what do we got for the weather? little Dom Perignon and some, uh, well, that's about it. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Strawberries it, and it's cream. It's going to be a, a sunny one today, a high in the uh, around 90 then for tonight. Showers and thunderstorms starting to make their way in the area. Going to continue through Wednesday, uh, partly cloudy tonight, that overnight low in the upper 60s. Then tomorrow, sunshine, a high in the upper 80s. And by Wednesday, partly sunny and a high in the mid-80s. 65 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. 62 in Crescent, Oskaloosa, and Marshalltown is 60 in Fairfield. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Ashworth Vision Clinic, providing personalized eye care for every patient from infants to senior citizens. AshworthVision.com. That is your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Have you been able to keep that fire of your faith burning brightly this summer? <clears throat> amidst all the maybe vacations or uh, planning that you have or, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. We're, we're kind of in the middle of it, right? So I mean, there's a lot of distractions, maybe going out to the pool quite a bit with the family. Well, I was reading a little piece the other day that um, the Catholic gentleman put together, John Heinen and Sam Guzman. They have a kind of a threefold strategy for maintaining steadfast faith throughout the summer, summer months. I wanted to um, well, just highlight those for you really quick. thought that'd be really nice just for a, a quick little segment here as we go into our 715 guest. They emphasize the paramount importance of maintaining discipline in prayer this summer. Amidst summer's distractions, they say the cornerstone of prayer can often be disrupted. Well, one of them warns, when you allow your time to get disrupted, everything else goes by the wayside. So, Set a prayer time, non-negotiable, fosters a robust spiritual connection throughout the day, regardless of the season. You know, this that probably shouldn't be any news to us as Catholics, right? I mean, I oftentimes say faith without prayer is just a hobby. So if we're not praying, if we don't have that intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus, number one, you can start right now. I don't care who you are or what you've done or, or you know, where you kind of, well, you don't know me, you don't know my past, I, I don't care. The Lord Jesus, it's between you and him. Make a good confession, it's all gone. And you and him can start anew. And you can do that today, by the way. But setting that prayer time is going to be important. That discipline of prayer time. Just a discipline of time to talk every day. You think maybe you got a spouse 
do you, do you take 10 minutes a day to talk? You know, do you sit down for, for 15 minutes a day and just talk? If you don't, it'd be a really good practice to, to try to get into as well. But this prayer, there's nothing more important than that. Number two, they emphasized carving out sacred times throughout the day for growing your relationship with God and your family. And this is, you know, can be done in many different ways. You know, my family's just got a few traditions. Number one, nighttime for us is that sacred time. Um, so, you know, we're praying our litany to the saints every night uh, together. We're praying for our family and friends that need prayers, right? We're praying that we may become great saints. We're praying for mommy and daddy's relationship, that they may grow and greater love for one another, that their love may constantly be growing uh, for for one another. We pray for uh, all three children individually. I mean, we just got kind of our routines and customs and then come and then go through um, uh, praying for the dead and those who have died in our families um, and uh, really kind of sometimes pray a divine mercy uh, decade chaplet. So a, a decade of the chaplet or sometimes a decade of the rosary, sometimes a full rosary, whatever. So nighttime's kind of that that holy time for my family. Do you have a holy time for yours? If you don't, try to create it. Now, some have theirs in the morning, some maybe during the day, some at night. Sometimes night might be a little bit easier with you know, busy parents running around. That's totally understandable, right? Uh, three o'clock, I know some families that will stop every day at three o'clock and pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. I know families that every day go to daily Mass. Families, every day go to daily Mass, whether it's early in the morning or noontime. Uh, and then once a week, once every couple weeks, hit confession, pray uh, together, maybe a rosary, uh, go on walks. I mean, all throughout the summer, there's many different ways to be able to uh, to be able to do this. But maybe carving out a certain time for prayer in your family could be really um, can be really good. And then finally, the power of gratitude. Right, living in this present moment. Uh, they they say, here's a potent reminder that amidst summer's pleasures, our primary focus should be seeking the kingdom of God every single day, right? And so then talk about it with each other. We just did this yesterday on the way to Mass. What are you most grateful for in your life? And then we we have to speak to the Lord Jesus in the first person. I don't let my kids off the hook. They got to talk to him. Lord Jesus, I'm thankful for. No, uh, no just arbitrary thanksgiving in the Leonetti household. I'll tell you that. We're always directing it towards God. Always. And we should too. Every one of us direct our praise and thanksgiving to God for everything that he does. Always. First person, by the way. Because it's from him. It's always from God. Always from God. So there's some ways just to keep that light of faith burning this summer. Say discipline to your prayer. Maybe mark a certain part of the day and start this today. It's a new week. Mark a certain part of the day to be able to stop and pray. It doesn't have to be hours here. Maybe it's five minutes. A Divine Mercy Chaplet takes seven minutes. You know, a, a rosary takes 15. So maybe stop and take some time there, sanctifying the day. Maybe it's a, it's a daily mass a couple times a week before Sunday. And then also remember gratitude. Always remember gratitude. All right, when we come back, author of the book, Woke Proof Your Life, Teresa Mull joins me when we come back. John Lee Nettie here on the Catholic Morning Show, friends. Don't go anywhere.
You're listening to The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you like to highlight a birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion? You can do that by underwriting a day of broadcasting on Iowa Catholic Radio. For a monthly gift of $300 or more, your message will be heard on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network throughout the day of your choosing. It's the perfect way to honor your memories and milestones while supporting your favorite radio station. Dates go quickly, so reserve yours now. Call 515-223-1150 or email deaconmark at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Conant Services, offering installation, maintenance, and 24-7 emergency service of all types of HVAC equipment in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Learn more at ConnetServices.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Edible Arrangements, for their support, offering fruit bouquets and gourmet dip chocolate treats. On the go or have it delivered for that special occasion, EdibleArrangements.com. Would you like to get more involved as a volunteer? Intervisions Healthcare empowers at-risk women facing an unplanned pregnancy to make life-affirming decisions. But our nursing staff can't do it alone. Our unplanned pregnancy clinic seeks dedicated advocates, receptionists, and nursing volunteers to meet the needs of hundreds of at-risk patients we see each year. If you are a people person who wants to help moms with unplanned pregnancies, contact us today at 515-440-2273 or visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from John Leonetti, EOS Implementer, the entrepreneurial operating system, helping businesses and organizations clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision. John.Leonetti at EOSWorldwide.com. Help connect listeners to Christ. Tell a friend about Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. It's Monday, brand new week, July 10th. Here we are. We're having some troubles with the phones. Once in a while that happens, very rarely, but um, we're going uh, to have to shift a little bit of our time this morning. Who better to do that with than Deacon Mark Campbell, <laughs> who's in studio with us? Hello, Deacon. Well, good morning, John. It's good to have you on, my friend. Well, it's always good to be with you and, and our wonderful listeners and supporters across the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Yeah, so we would want to talk a little bit about the... Um, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance, the retreat that we went on, and there's some exciting news that has kind of come about from that with yeah. uh, in your life right now. Right. Um, should we just share the exciting news? Oh yeah, we can do that. It's it's, uh, it, it, it's this is something we've kind of had in the bullpen for a little while for uh, a moment like this when uh, we had to we had to fill some time and and I think that uh, let's talk about that conference that we were at first because I think that's where the uh, you know seeds were planted and I think it's a good. Uh, maybe helpful reminder that uh, you know we should all be making 
some sort of uh, annual retreat. It may be at a, a very minimum, right? To just kind of uh, separate from the daily grind of life, uh, the daily responsibilities of, you know, uh, marriage and fatherhood and work, and, and to because God always has to be uh, first and foremost in our life. Mm. You know, we can't we can't be successful. Uh, as parents, as spouses, uh, in our in our vocations, uh, and I say that because I think we all have multiple calls. You know, if we're not putting God first, and I think the um, uh, the the summit that you invited to me out to out in, in Philadelphia here last month was that was that was my key takeaway. You know, it's uh, and I know I, you can probably appreciate this as well because you know our you know if we put our calendars side by side, uh, you know we. I don't know if either one of us would be envious of the other one because mm. it's it, there's so many things that you and I say yes to and, and get involved with and, and they're all good things, and that's the hard part a lot of times is to discern you know which of those good things are are the ones that are going to bear the most fruit, right? But I think uh, I don't know what it's like in your life, but I know in my life that sometimes even though I'm talking about God a lot and and I'm throwing up uh, you know foxhole prayers of all right God get me through this one, uh, you know I don't take. The, maybe the proper amount of time to really just sit and focus and reflect. Um, do you find that similar in your life? Oh, What's... yeah, it's way easier. It, it way easier for me to talk about God than it is talk to God. Mm-hmm. But one's way more important than the other, right? Talking to God is way more important than talking about him. And, you know, as a deacon yourself there, and then, you know, I, I when I go out and talk, it, it's just like sometimes it can be seen as, well, this is just kind of what you do. This is your quote-unquote job, and it's not. Right when it becomes a job, you've just, you've lost it all. Right. Well, the uh, yeah, the, the the thing that um, that you, you said there, and, and what, what I'm guilty of is is actually the most important thing in that relationship is to listen. And I think that's where those retreats can come in, is where we can when we can kind of step back from the stress of, of daily life to really sit in a, a, some prolonged silence and, and contemplate what it is God is is calling us to do. And you did that. I, I did get the opportunity to do that. We, uh, I had a lot of extra. I actually had almost a full twenty-four extra hours yeah. because of uh, flight delays and oh man, and uh, you know missing luggage. You and, slept uh, in the airport all night. The <laughs> night after the retreat, actually, you didn't really sleep. You just I, stayed I did up not. And... I, I did not sleep. Um, it. Uh, I think I, I ran it about thirty-two hours. Is what I figured out that I was awake. Um, you know, through all the the, the chaos. But uh, you waited in line. Yeah, oh yeah, Mul- multiple lines for different things, you know, to, to, to get my luggage that wasn't there and, and oh. to, you know, then I got in line to, to check back into the airport and then I had to go, you know, rebook my flight because when I got to the front of the line, there's, you know, your ticket's no good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was, it really was a comedy of errors and, you know, I, I think I mentioned this last week when uh, we, um, we touched on this briefly is they warned us, you know, in that last talk of, you right. know, when you leave here. You know the the uh, the evil one's going to try to rob you of your joy, and uh, you know he was going overtime on you, <laughs> overtime. I, I was, uh, you know, at one point, you know, you could say all I could do is laugh, but I think it started to turn into a maniacal laugh yeah. at about uh, the twenty eight hour mark. Right, right. But you made it home. <laughs> yeah, you 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 got yeah, some so, sleep. You know, the theme of that conference was scent. Yeah, you know, and and. Uh, um, and so I left there not knowing, you know, it was about a 40 hour retreat. And, and I thought, uh, it, my reflection on, on Sunday morning was this is a 40 hour retreat that I felt like was 40 days with, with Jesus, ap- you know, after the resurrection, you know, just, uh, uh, soaking in all it was that he had to reveal. And, uh, I left there like, what is my Pentecost moment going to be? And, uh, 
as you know, I'm, I'm fairly active in the Knights of Columbus, and they have a big, uh, you know, impact not only on my my, my faith journey, but uh, um, you know, the fraternity of men and and their wives that uh, that, that I've become a part of, and. So I've been serving the state in this uh, liturgical coordinator role, uh, which is, is a, I assist Father Ray McHenry, the state chaplain. And anytime the state leadership gathers for a meeting, I, I, I get the opportunity to kind of coordinate the liturgies. And, sure. And so the, uh, the Knights actually have a new initiative. The, the, Supreme, uh, the, you know, the Supreme Council put out this, um, um, this directive last, uh, just at the start of this year. And, and one of the things that they've recognized as an organization is while they're known for charity and their good works, um, and being strong defenders of the teachings of, of the faith, and um, that through the years there's been a, a loss of catechesis or a lack of catechesis, and and uh, you know the focus of really why we do that work, right? You know, we we do fish fries because it raises money, and we we have uh, you know a, a parish picnic or a parish festival to create community. Um, and while I don't know that it's necessarily not seen or or acknowledged there is uh, maybe been a loss of, of lack of, of Christ being central to those things, right? Yes, we do hold a fish fry to raise money, but it's to, to raise money to meet the needs of the parish. And so right. the parish can be a, a, a beacon of outreach to, to those on the margins and, and serve the, the people in the community. And so there's this, um, this initiative or this ambition to um, uh, help cultivate a life of evangelization and faith formation within the Knights, and we've got a, an event coming up here in Des Moines on uh, July 19th at the Tea Room. Uh, the Basilica of St. John's is, is hosting the event. It's for all men. It's not, um, uh, it's not just for knights, but it's all men to uh, come and, and have some fellowship and be nourished. Uh, Dr. John Bishop, who, is, uh, who works for, for Focus Missionaries, he's, uh, um, I don't know his exact title there, but as a doctor, you know, he's not necessarily, you know, beating the streets of the college campuses, right. but he's in, he's in a role of leadership there. And, and, uh, and so he's going to be giving us a talk on uh, the work in the Holy Trinity and how our work is holy. But within that, there's um, the Supreme has a, a new, I guess, program, if you will, or, or director position, and it's called the uh, Director of Evangelization and Faith Formation uh, but I'm for the state of Iowa. I accepted the role of uh, director of uh, evangelization and faith formation for the, for the state of Iowa. Now. It's so, exciting, man. It is. I think it's um, you know it's it it's something that I I, I think the reason why it made sense is because I didn't get asked to do it. Yeah. What I got asked to is provide some names, and so I kept praying for names, and I talked to a few people, and and uh, I kind of did the um, whole you know. Lord, I don't want to do this. So why don't you why don't you why don't you bring somebody forward? But after about three weeks of uh, uh, you know no real uh, candidate, I talked to our state deputy John McGee and said that uh, I think um, I think I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And is this for the entire state? For the state, yeah. A little travel so, involved. A little bit of travel involved. Okay. Uh, yeah, continuing to you know I do a little bit of that with the radio station anyway. Yeah. So um, so why not tack on a few miles and. And, uh, and continue to meet more people. And it, it's just, it, it's a really exciting opportunity because it's something I feel very passionate about. The new director of evangelization. And faith formation for the Knights faith of Columbus. Faith formation State for the Knights of, of Columbus, State of Iowa. Look yeah. at you. Well, my dad would be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. Well, this is exciting. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, you, thank you again for inviting me out to that summit. It was awesome. Yeah, you're going to have uh, some great endeavors that's going to be coming up here, I know, um, for, for your work for the Knights, because, I mean, they're going full steam ahead here. they got a lot of really cool stuff in the irons and the fire that they're, uh, they're working on. They do. Which yeah. is really exciting. So, so. it's uh, exciting to be a part of it and uh, help, help to develop this and roll it out for 
for, for the men across the state and their families. Deacon Mark Campbell, everyone. Good stuff this morning. Deacon, congratulations. Thanks, brother. All right, we'll have you on, on the other side of the break to say our little prayer here. Okay. Uh, when we come back in the second half hour, Addie and Drew Kroger are going to be on for our Oot Feedem segment. You're not going to want to miss this. Addie's bringing her husband in for the first time. It'll be fun. We'll have them on again about 745 today. Joe Stopula, second half hour preview, what he's got coming up at 9 o'clock to 4 Man Up. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our gospel and reflection for the day. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking, an official came forward, knelt down before him, and said, My daughter has just died, but come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him, and so did his disciples. A woman suffering hemorrhages for twelve years came up behind him and touched the tassel on his cloak. She said to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I shall be cured. Jesus turned around and saw her and said, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. And from that hour the woman was cured. When Jesus arrived at the official's house and saw the flute players in the crowd who were making a commotion, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. When the crowd was put out, he came and took her by the hand, and the little girl arose. And news of this spread throughout all that land. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny. There's a lot going on in today's gospel, Jesus doing two different healing miracles in the same little passage. It might seem like a commotion to us, lots going on, but for Jesus, it's not too much. All of these people coming and presenting their needs, it's not too much for him, and he delights when they approach and ask him for something that he can absolutely give them, healing grace. So, don't be afraid to pester the Lord in a holy way. Present Him your needs. He's not too busy for you. Let us present Him our needs this day, knowing that He hears our prayers. May God bless you, and let us continue praying for each other. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in. John Leonetti here in the Catholic Morning Show. Coming up, Addie and Drew Kroger are going to be on for our Oot Feedem segment, husband and wife, and um, they're going to be talking uh, just, well, just about Oot Feedem in general, but uh, they're both mentoring, being 
intricately a part of this ministry as a married couple is something really interesting to me. So we'll talk through that and uh, some exciting things coming up for uh, for Udfidim as well. All right, Deacon Mark Campbell, let's pray this morning. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, working to end poverty through systemic change. Learn more at svdpdsm.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Pope Francis said he will create 21 new cardinals, including the Vatican's recently appointed doctrinal chief, Archbishop Victor Manuel Fernandez, at a consistory on September 30th. The 86-year-old Pope made the announcement from a window overlooking St. Peter's Square after reciting the Sunday Angelus Prayer. The list also includes one American, Archbishop Robert Francis Prevost, Prefect of the Dicastery for Bishops, along with French Archbishop Christophe Pierre, who is also Apostolic Nuncio to the U.S., as well as Bishop Stephen Chow Sao Yan, Bishop of Hong Kong. Since his election in 2013, Pope Francis has created 121 cardinals from 66 countries at eight consistories. I did not get picked, John. I'm sorry. That's I, all right. I think I, I do qualify because I'm a Catholic male. Yeah, yeah you would qualify. I'd probably have to be ordained to well, I was holding at out various hope. levels. I was holding and out hope. That could be problematic. Yeah, yeah, could be. <laughs> the Des Moines Police Department has started issuing written warnings to drivers for foregoing verbal admonitions in a change that officials say helps better capture data on who police pull over for traffic stops. The program is a tool that can be used to gather more complete data on traffic violations and share it with the public, particularly data on race and ethnicity, an effort community members and a third-party audit say is critical for detecting patterns of racial profiling or discrimination. Community members who have called for transparency from the police department say the effort is a step forward in building trust, but lamented that the order was not publicized to drivers. Matt Turner told his American teammates not to worry when their match against Canada went to penalty kicks. Turner stopped two penalty kicks, and the Americans beat Canada 3-2 in the shootout after a 2-2 draw Sunday night for a berth in the CONCACAF Gold Cup semifinal against Panama. The U.S. has now has not won, had not won a shootout rather since 2005. The U.S.-Panama winner on Wednesday at San Diego advances to the championship match on July 16th against Mexico or Jamaica at Inglewood, California. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Monday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Sunday. In interleague play, the Chicago Cubs took two of three games over the weekend from the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Yesterday, the Cubs defeated the Yankees by the score of 7-4. Chicago now in third place, seven games back of first place Cincinnati here at the All-Star break. St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Chicago White Sox in interleague play yesterday by the score of 4-3 in 10 innings in Chicago. Cardinals now in last place there, 11 and a half games back of Cincinnati. And the Chicago White Sox now eight games back of Cleveland, fourth place in the American League Central. Over the National League, the Milwaukee Brewers now in second place at the All-Star break. They defeated the first place Cincinnati Reds by the score of one to nothing in Milwaukee yesterday. 
And in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles defeated the second-place Minnesota Twins by the score of 15-2 in Minneapolis. While in Cleveland yesterday, it was the Kansas City Royals defeating the Cleveland Guardians by the score of 4-1. Royals in last place at the All-Star break, 19 and a half games behind first place Cleveland, who has a half-game lead over the Minnesota Twins in the American League Central. Major League Baseball All-Star break begins today, and the second half of the Major League Baseball season resumes this Friday. The All-Star game is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock in Seattle. The game will be televised on Fox. Yesterday, AAA baseball, the St. Paul Saints defeated the Iowa Cubs by the score of 20-4 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. The Iowa Cubs now losing three in a row, and they go into the All-Star break this week. They'll resume their schedule this Friday in Columbus, Ohio. Friday night, boys 4A Substate Baseball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. Joe Stacy bringing you the call. And it was 7th-ranked Dowling Catholic improving its record to 25-11 and as the Maroons defeated the Sioux City West Wolverines by the score of 9-0 at George Cordero Field at Dowling Catholic High School in West Des Moines. Up next for Dowling, the Maroons will play Wednesday night in the 4A Substate Final at 7 o'clock at the Dowling Catholic High School baseball field. The Maroons will play the winner of tonight's game between Ottumwa and Ankeny. That game gets underway at 7 o'clock in Ankeny. And Saturday night, it was girls' high school regional semifinal softball in Class 5A, and it was fourth-ranked Southeast Polk defeating Dowling Catholic by the score of 10 to nothing in five innings at Southeast Polk High School. Dowling Catholic concludes their softball season with a record of 12 wins and 28 losses. The Maroons graduate six seniors under first-year head coach Brent Parrott. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. On July 10th of each year, National Clarahue Day in the United States celebrates a poem style created by Edmund Clarahue Bentley. His four-line biographical poem offers a brief, though whimsical, approach to poetry. An English novelist and humorist, Edmund Clarahue Bentley, uh, passed away in 1956. He created the first ever Clarahue at the age of 16. You a poem guy? I, I do enjoy a good Clarahue. Yeah. And I have this first Clarahue that was ever created by Mr. Edmund Clarahue Bentley here. I can yeah. cite it for you if Please you like. Please do. Sir Humphrey Davy abominated gravy. He lived in the odium of having discovered sodium. Hmm. So there's some rules for a Clarahue, okay. including it has to be four lines, contain rhyming couplets of A-A-B-B, Include a person's name in the first line. It must say something about that person, and it must be humorous. It's meant to be a funny poem. And I think my favorite here is it was also created by Mr. Bentley, or Claire Hugh Bentley, and, and here it is. The people of Spain think Cervantes equal to half a dozen Dantes, an opinion resented most bitterly by the people of Italy. Mm. Look at this. Well, there you have it. All those rules. I think we should have a Clarahue contest. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Iowa Catholic Radio. There we go. Got to be a Catholic one, though. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we'll have a little, uh, maybe on-air little segment for it. I like it. Jimmy, you got a poem for us with the weather? Nope. The weather <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> Rain. Roses are Coming in red. tonight. 
Stick around through Wednesday. Sunshine today, a high in the low 90s. And then tonight, those are showers and thunderstorms making their way in the area. Partly cloudy overnight low in the upper 60s. Sunshine, a high in the upper 80s tomorrow. And by Wednesday, partly sunny at a high in the mid 80s. 65 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. 62 in Creston, Oskaloosa, and Marshalltown. 60 in Fairfield. And support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Ashworth Vision Clinic, providing personalized eye care for every patient from infants to senior citizens. Ashworthvision.com. That's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today, Saint embraced the cross and offered up her life to be like Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus crucified. Saint Veronica Giuliani today was born in Italy in 1660. When her mother was on her deathbed, she called Veronica and her four other sisters to her bedside and entrusted them each with one of the sacred wounds of Jesus Christ. Veronica received the wound below Christ's heart. Veronica took that calling and made it a mission, praying that she would be like Christ crucified throughout her life. Veronica entered a poor Clare's monastery and worked in the kitchen and as a porter before being elevated to the post of novice mistress. Shortly after her selection, Veronica received the stigmata, and this turned her world upside down. The Vatican launched a lengthy and probing investigation into her miraculous wounds and at one point temporarily barred her from being novice mistress. In the end, though, Veronica's wounds were proven genuine. Against her wishes, Veronica was elected abbess and served in that role until her death in 1727. She was canonized in 1839, and we ask today stigmatist St. Veronica Giuliani, to pray for us. Amen. All right, when we come back, Addie and Drew Krogert are going to be on for our Oot Feedem segment, monthly segment that we have on coming up in just a few minutes. Let's right now go to Joe Stopulus. Hello, sir. Good morning, Mr. John Minetti. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on the show? Well, John, as you know, I've spent the last two weeks traveling into mountains. And yes, camping. you have. Yeah, which means there's no new show today. But it does mean... <laughs> Uh, that my brother, the, the episode I did about six months ago with my brother, where I've been thinking about this one again recently, um, which is about making an impact in other people's lives. And uh, it came about because after my piano teacher had died, our piano teacher who had an outsized impact on our life, when he passed, we spent so much time talking about what can we do for one person? How can we be that one person in somebody else's life to, to give them something that changes their life forever? Uh, and it was just a really interesting conversation that both of us had, and I wanted to share it with the, with the audience. So I'm going to play that one again today. John, if you want to talk about vacations, I'm happy to do that too, though. Well, I, I listen, man. <laughs> when you guys vacation, you guys vacation. There's just no doubt about it. Well, it depends on what your definition of vacation That's is. That's true. If it's, if, it's living in, if it's living in the mountains in a tent, then yes, we do. There's no five-star <laughs> hotel arrangements <laughs> for the Stopulus people. There's not. There's no. not. No, no. but... We see a lot of cool stuff and do a lot of cool stuff. So. It's pretty awesome, man. And uh, I mean, how many miles would you say you hiked throughout those two weeks? Oh, like, oh, oh, hiked. This was this was a low. No, this one was low. Really? Probably not even thirty. Maybe thirty. I don't know. I mean, with little uh, kids though, not, that just not. sounds like a nightmare to me. No, it's great. I mean, so <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's like, great. I don't know. Well, I mean, so <laughs> the only way to see some of these really cool things is to to physically go there, right? Yeah, and then yeah. secondly. I tell people all the time, like, what are we going to do? Sit at the beach and watch our kids get, like, ripped in by the riptide? That's not going to happen. Right. So it makes, it just, like, it's a lot easier for us. We always get in and we go. And I will say, John, I mean, I do, like, tailor the hikes to their likes. There's a lot of waterfalls 
there are a lot of cool things to see. None of them like they're all they're all pretty exciting hikes. James does not belong in the ocean. No, he right. doesn't belong on the top of the that, mountain. That kid, that. that kid that would be not. swimming out to the cruise ships. That, that's just not <laughs> happening. So, but I'll tell you, you know, following uh, Kristen's a little bit. I haven't gone through it. My I, every year now, I have a little, uh, you know, uh, tradition that I comb through Kristen's uh, Facebook because <laughs> she puts everything up there. It's kind of like a blog. And once in a while, I see stuff, but I haven't been able to kind of comb through it. So I yeah. will be doing that soon, and I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Say- it is intentional. I mean, she only yeah. goes one time a year. It's those two weeks, and I, mean, I think it's something to show, especially people with big families. Like, it's really you nice. You don't, you, yeah, you can do things. Like, you don't have to sit around uh, and, and say, oh, "I can't take vacation to too many kids." Like, no, no, you can. We can do things, and we're very, you know, the, the Catholic piece of it's important too. We go to all the shrines in the way. We visit, you know, multiple churches and stuff. And you know, there's another element to the evangelization of this is just, you know for our kids too to see the universality of the church and how other people in the church worship so there's there's other pieces to it too and yeah it's always a lot of fun well i and i've said before and i've told her this it, it, it's just kind of inspiring for me just personally kind of seeing that and being like you know we can we can do more as a family too and we have because of that so it's really fun to be able to see cool. it so all right uh, cool. joe stop it's nine o'clock this morning friends man up uh, make sure to check it out we'll talk to you soon all right, Addie and Drew, when we come back, John Lee and Eddie here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Monday, July 10th. I'm Anne Marie Cox. In the spirit of the National Eucharistic Revival Initiative, the four dioceses of Iowa will offer fuel for the soul during Ragbri this year with a mass at each overnight stop. On July 26th, during the overnight stop in Des Moines, Ragbri riders and their support teams can attend the 5 p.m. Mass at St. Ambrose Cathedral. If you'd like getting your monthly edition of the Catholic Mirror to catch up on the news and inspiring stories of faith, be sure to take a subscription for yourself and maybe one for someone who can't afford it. The Catholic Mirror subscription drive offsets the cost of producing and distributing our newspaper. The Emmaus House's annual Ignatian Retreat Day is coming up on July 22nd. Register online at theemmaushouse.org. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Edible Arrangements, for their support, offering fruit bouquets and gourmet dip chocolate treats. On the go or have it delivered for that special occasion, ediblearrangements.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Would you like to get more involved as a volunteer? InterVisions Healthcare empowers at-risk women facing an unplanned pregnancy to make life-affirming decisions. But our nursing staff can't do it alone. Our unplanned pregnancy clinic seeks dedicated advocates, receptionists, and nursing volunteers to meet the needs of hundreds of at-risk patients we see each year. If you are a people person who wants to help moms with unplanned pregnancies, contact us today at 515-440-2273 or visit IVHcare.org. Oskaloosa's Main Street Annual Sweet Corn Serenade is happening July 27th from noon until 9 p.m. in Oskaloosa's City Square Park. Enjoy a craft and vendor fair, food trucks, children's activities, live music from Royce Johns and the Oskaloosa City Band and more. Admission is free for this family-friendly event Thursday, July 27th. Main Street's Annual Sweet Corn Serenade in Oskaloosa. Learn more at mahaskachamber.org. A message from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and KMFH 95.7 FM in Oskaloosa. 
Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Sister Mary of the Visitation from the Servants of the Lord and the Virgin of Matara. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, friends, thanks for tuning in. Monday, July 10th. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Good morning to one and all. Let's go to our next guests, Addie and Drew Kroger of Oot Feedem. Hello, both of you. Hi, good we're, morning. We're in studio. I should say hello to all three of you. Oh, right? yeah. Right? Do we know if it's a boy or girl yet? We found out it's a girl. It's a girl. Due in December. Now, you, you both didn't want to do the surprise thing. Oh, uh, we surprised ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I did not want to do the surprise thing either. I was forced into that by my wife the first time. But the second two, I, I said, I got to know. Yeah. I got to know. Yeah. I can't do that whole, you know, just wait, boy or girl, boy. I just couldn't do it. It's a good thing because we thought it was a boy, honestly. Really? Like we, our gut feeling, we both thought it was a boy. And so when we found out it was a girl, yeah. it was good because I think Drew had started calling it you know our, our boy name <laughs> right <laughs> so. right yeah right. and it was it, the greatest benefit of it was the prayer for me by name you know like you know, we have it named so we now in prayer every night we get to pray for our little girl by name yeah that's awesome yeah we were uh, <laughs> as this being our first one just couldn't hold back and, and, and I knowing what it was last night able to feel the baby for the first time Last night. This yeah. is interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exciting. Made it, made it so much more real. You and... both are glowing. Yeah. This morning. <laughs> oh, I remember those days. It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Well, congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Um, all right. Drew, you've been a, a mentor for Utfeedum now. It's kind of getting into this with Addie. Now, did she kind of rope you into this or were you just kind of all she, she had a little bit of pull yeah, and, yeah. and I had a little bit of benefit in getting called into the job with her being uh, the coordinator there. So, um yeah, I've been doing it since January, and, and it's been an absolute blessing, and blessing for me personally, but also on our marriage, too. So it's been it's been a neat little little situation for us. What has been like being married and kind of in this ministry? I mean, Addie, you're, she's all in. Yeah, it's, I mean, just from a very surface level, it's been super uh, beneficial just to know what my wife's workplace is. And, and when she comes home with different stories about, uh, mentor trainings and just different things that would be going on in the ministry. Um, I have a little bit of better idea of that and a little bit of background and context for the the stuff that she brings home, which has uh, been super awesome. How long have you both been married? Just since November. Who so. are you texting over there? Your mom no, texting you no over one. there <laughs> yeah, this morning? Uh, I, I, you've been married since November? How many... How many months is that now? It's not not quite a year, so we're about eight eight nine months, something like that, right? Something like that. All right, we don't keep track. You very wanted well. a cat. You wanted a Catholic <laughs> marriage. You got your Catholic marriage. You're both all into your faith. What have you done as is uh, you know as as a married couple that that you would really recommend? Do you pray together? I'm just gonna throw it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's something every night that that's just a standard. We're we're gonna do that every single night. And yeah, been tremendous fruit with that. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things that we do is adoration together. And it's a simple, um, whether that's a 20 minute adoration session or an hour, whatever it may be going to adoration before Jesus and then coming out and just having a simple conversation of what he bring to you. Um, that's been a super beautiful thing for us. And I think that's strengthened our marriage and, and our walk together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been cool now, both mentoring for you, Feedum. you know, we talk about, our groups, what we feel called to bring to our groups. And 
you know, these kids kind of become like our spiritual children for the year and we're praying together actively for them. Um, and they're asking us questions that a lot of times we're having to go dig into deeper. And I think just the spiritual conversations that have come out of both mentoring and both having that experience has been super powerful for us both. Yeah. So that's been cool. You know, you think you enter into mentoring and you're going to help, you know, the kids you walk with and, you know, we pray we do, but I think it's not only helped us individually, but now it's helping grow our marriage. So that's beautiful. Were you always Catholic, Drew? Yeah, I grew up uh, Catholic, went to Catholic elementary school. It wasn't a Catholic high school option, but um, have been been Catholic. Um, in college, I kind of went through a testing the Protestant phase, um, but then came back. and Yeah. How'd you been. both meet? Catholicmatch.com. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. Both of you on there. Who reached out to who? That was me. I reached out yeah. to her, and um, we conversated for a bit on the app, and then exchange phone numbers and yeah he took me fishing that was, <laughs> that was your first date fishing at Gra- at Gray's Lake. Are, you, are you a fisherman i am nice so i gave her a list of options of yeah. different date options. okay okay and being a country boy when she chose fishing i was like hooray i'm wow, in yeah, you're, yeah, you're all in yeah that's kind of fun it was just the most unique thing you know i had never yeah. done that before so. did you catch anything um, he caught a turtle. I caught probably <laughs> the smallest fish you you could ever catch. All right. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. one nothing then. Yeah. <laughs> she caught the fish you didn't. All right. So you're both, I mean, you're praying together. What, what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give to, to married couples right now in general hmm. when it comes to the spiritual life? That's a great question. Um, I, I mean, as simple as it sounds, pray together. Go to the sacraments yeah. together. Back to the basics, take right? Take advantage of everything that the church offers. And um, yeah. Okay. What check, about you? Be unafraid to check in on each other yeah. how and how you're doing. That's you know? a big one. Yeah. And I I would add in just the shared ministry opportunities. I mean, we'd feed them for us, of course. And then um, whatever we're doing an at-home Eucharistic minister ministry opportunity at our local church. Um just getting plugged in. And, and yeah. you know, for us, we've had tremendous fruit with uh, some marriage Bible studies and some um, just different things that have been offered through our church. So just taking advantage of those things and that ultimately will enhance that prayer life. How do you pass the brother test? Joel, getting by him. I beat him in golf. Did you? Yeah, at immediate respect. Are you better than Joel at golf? <laughs> Are you? Go ahead and say it. No, if you are. Absolutely. Oh, not. stop we, it. It's funny. We went last. Are you? We went yesterday to Jester. He's a good golfer. He whooped me. He, Did he? he absolutely yeah. whooped us. He's <laughs> so good. Such a smooth. Yeah, that, stroke that's and, what I, I know. I've seen that before. So he yeah. did pass a brother test. What about <laughs> yeah. the father test, Joel? I'm, it's still, I think that's a, just a lifelong trend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think the go. mother was the hardest. The mother. Yes. Oh yeah, I can <laughs> see that. I can definitely see Chris having a little. Uh, playing a little uh, with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, pushing back. Good, good for her. All right, so um, you, you both have your groups. You're continuing on. I didn't know you had a group, Addie. I actually didn't oh, know yeah. that. I always think it's important. I mean, overseeing all of it at Dallin, I think it's always important to, you know, quote, unquote, stay in the field. Yeah. And um, be close to those who you're, you're, who you're ultimately serving. And um, I took, I think, a four-month break. My last group graduated, you know, two school years ago now. And, um, you know, that, that time right before we got married, but after that was right on it. And yeah, I've been with my group since November. How can people support Oot Feed'em? What can they do to help you guys out in the work that you're doing? 
Yeah. So we're always looking for more people on our prayer team. This year, we're actually going to be switching up the way we do it. So we're going to be putting one prayer warrior to one small group so that um, our prayer warriors can be praying for each individual soul in Ufidum by name. Um, and the mentor and the prayer warrior will be able to have an established relationship so they can share you know, what's going on specifically in the group and ask um, for really specific prayer. And then the other thing, um, if anyone ever feels a call to mentor, I mean, the ministry's grown like crazy at Dowling. And so um, we definitely could use more more people to walk with our kids. Have you gotten Deacon Mark involved yet? No. He Deacon? would actually be an <laughs> excellent. He <laughs> would be an excellent mentor. I mean that sincerely. I he would be it. awesome mm-hmm. for, for men. And with that, my wife says, uh, cut, <laughs> cut the mic on John. Cut the mic on John. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually not kidding. Now, he would have to discern that, obviously. But, man, you got someone right to your right that would be awesome on that. So there you go. Drew, congratulations, my man, for coming on. Is this your first time on radio? Uh, I've done a few things with basketball, oh, calling okay, basketball games. But I was going to congratulate you on yeah. your first time, knocking it out of the park here. But, uh, no, you did. You both are great. Keep up the good work. Congratulations again on the baby. Awesome. Right, thank, thank you. you. Right, John. Deacon Mark, let's pray. Yeah, let us pray. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael protect us. Amen. Coming up Tuesday, Deacon Randy Keel offers his sage counsel and Kendra Von Esch discusses the 10 signs you may have in addiction. That'll be tomorrow, friends, with the Catholic Morning Show. I'm John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.